I'm a big proponent of independent media. Obviously, I'm a podcaster, right? I love podcasts. Yeah. I get most of my news from trusted sources on YouTube, and some of them I have to recognize their biases. Even though they won't, I will for them. Um, but with independent news, also has problems because they don't have access, and they have their biases, and they can get audience captured. You, know, you, can, you can get corporate captured with like, you know, Pfizer's money feeding your audience um, in, your, in your pocketbooks, but if you get an audience and you piss off that audience, you're done as an independent, as an independent um, content creator, independent news person. So there's, there's plenty of flaws in independent media as well. I mean, you're, 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 you have a great mic there. You have an uh, experience in radio. I'm assuming you've been on thousands of podcasts by now. Like, you probably went into this a bunch as well. Well, so what's interesting is I have a somewhat contrarian, surprise, surprise, contrarian point of view about it. I, I think that we... Um, Listen, there's multiple ways to go. I'm going to be the last person to tell anybody what's right for them, right? Uh, I hope that's been made abundantly clear. But at the same time, I do have some concerns about the indies trying to play the same game as the big media outlets. And and the, But there's I'm not yet convinced of what I actually think about this. Let me try out a thought with you. So one thing I do know about podcasting, both as a strategist and as a podcast producer and, you know, a guest and all the rest. The audience game is the hardest one of all. So what you just identified as the potential threat to independent media is correct. It's hard to grow an audience. It's hard to sustain an audience. And it's hard to monetize that audience, right? So in part, I have in my own professional practice as an advisor to professional services firms who want to use podcasting to grow their businesses, I've actually pivoted away from the audience first model because I know with these particular clients and this particular set of business goals, I can help them achieve those goals without having to grow a huge audience. We could talk about that. We don't have to, no, please. it doesn't matter. Let's, but let's for, do most that. Folks, for most <laughs> folks, for most folks, uh, well, it requires. I'll get into the details in a minute, but it requires having having a service that's narrowly targeted, which usually means B two B, and it requires an industry that's driven primarily through relationships, and those relationships need to last because the lifetime value of a client or customer could easily run into the hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. So we're talking law firms, architecture firms, accountancies, et cetera. There's, and I'm selfishly defining my service offerings and the people that I can help according, but in order to avoid the audience growth problem. So speaking of biases, I will put that one right on the table. But here's what I do observe from being adjacent to the rest. Making content that engages people in a meaningful way such that they will support you. And let's be clear, for podcasts or any other form of independent media, the only three ways you can make money with that with from the audience itself is through ads, sponsorships, or premium subscriptions. If there's another one, I'm not aware of it. I'm happy to learn, but I think those are the three. So you can have a large enough audience that you can monetize it on a CPM basis, right, through ads. You can have either a large or a hyper niche and targeted audience that you can monetize through sponsorships. So somebody who wants to reach that group of people. I know folks that have a very, very um, monetarily successful show with only a 1,000 downloads because it is a niche audience that a sponsor wants exclusive access to. So they just buy the whole inventory for the whole show and, you know, they'll make $1,000 an episode. And, you know, that can be very meaningful, right? So 
ads, sponsorships, or premium subscriptions, the Patreon-type model, the Substack-type model in writing, you know, things of that nature. So, but how do you make that kind of content? I mean, you're going to know the answer to this better than me, Will, because I'm not even playing that game. That is right. hard. Well, it's hard. seeing as that I don't do either of those three, um, yeah. but what I do do is, um, and this is something that a few weeks ago, Keith Hayes, a friend of the show, um, grew up in my neck of the woods, um, and he's been podcasting since like 2006, right? So people have been telling him forever, like, this is not going to work, this is not going to work. And he says something brilliant. You don't need a big audience. You don't need those three to be successful in podcasting. I am firsthand in that as well. Like, he just got a partnership with the VA, um, with, with one of the people he, he, he works for, because he also does production services. So one thing I would add to your list of four is services. Like, my, okay, I, consider, I consider my podcast Great. a service, right? I am, this, I am giving you a service. Yes, we are talking. It's free. But I am giving you all the content I create, all of the social media posts, like this copy from ChatGPT as well as I'm going to fix it because it's ChatGPT. Um, but like I'm giving you a service, giving you all the content for you to use as well as for me to use. Will that help me get an audience? Hey, man, I hope so. But audience is my number one focus because who is my audience? On YouTube, no idea. TikTok, not a clue. In real life, I can name you all of them. Because those are the people who matter most to me, the people in real life. Not my, not my boss, not her boss. Her boss came up to me at work and was like, hey, Will, I heard you had a podcast with Alan. Like, send me a link. How'd that go? Oh, so I work, I work, so my full-time job is a live stream producer. So she knows. Now my boss's boss's boss knows who can determine if I get promoted or even go full-time with better benefits, knows I do a podcast. That is the value of my podcast, not the audience, okay, not perfect. advertisements. Great. So this fits actually with my, with the, with, the, with this full model that I have, but it's not the audience itself. So Correct. what I have said, and there's a slide in there my deck, <laughs> <laughs> but which is awesome. Yeah. No, but listen, it's literally the best because the. I'll just pause for a second and say the people who are constrained by audience growth metrics, um, in many ways, are going to try to play a game. In, in which they end up down the line and ask any influencer who's been doing it a minute whether or not they're as happy with the with the content they make lately as they were when they started. And the answer is no. And you yes. ask, well, why not? And they say, well, because I've, I'm less myself. I've sort of had to do things that I know the audience would like. And now that I've got this audience and I'm making reasonable amount of money through these brand deals, I try other things and like the engagement drops and I'm like, oh man, so I'm trapped, you know. Yeah, they're the not literally capture. trapped, but they can uh, no, feel they are that trapped. Way. They are. They, they're emotionally and mentally and physically trapped. Yeah. They so feel like I they say that there's else. there's three untapped opportunities in podcasting, but I would apply this to all indie media because I don't think there's anything, just like I don't think humans are the most significant and special species on the face of the earth, I don't think that podcasts are the most special and significant form of media. By the way, that just saying that pisses off a lot of self-appointed podcast I experts. Agree. I agree with but you. But I don't care. Podca podcasting isn't there yet, but I agree with it's, you. But it doesn't matter. It's just, it'll, it'll be there or it'll never be there, and it could still be special, you yeah. know? So here's the three untapped opportunities, right? The first is relationships. That's the biggest one in my view. Networking. And that's what I'm doing for my yes. clients with the shows we produce and listening to your description. That's what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm networking. Your Absolutely. podcast is networking. Your podcast is relationship building and even the consumption of it. Oh, Hey, I heard you had a podcast. I'm going to go listen to a couple episodes of it is a relationship building phenomenon. Not an That person may not subscribe and, you know, pay you five bucks a month through Patreon or some other nonsense. I like, don't care. Exactly. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. care. So that makes care. us align. So relationships yeah. is the first one. And there's a couple of ways that you can get those relationships. But I like the one that features on the guest. 
so that, you know, I'm building shows for my clients that the podcast itself is a relationship engine. Mm -hmm. And I get the sense you're doing that same thing as well. Okay. So relationships, the second one is related, but different reputation. So I absolutely believe that podcasting, like many other forms of independent media can be phenomenal for building a reputation. And this could involve hosting a show like you're doing, or it could involve guesting on shows like I'm doing right now. So reputation is about what? Getting known for you, who you are, your personality, your unique point of view, and your skills. So if I have a client who says, you know what, I really want a podcast to build my reputation, my first recommendation is not to start one, but to do a kind of a guest tour and actually develop some ways to share their thought leadership, which means you have to have thoughts first. Share your stories, share your strongly held opinions and point of views. This was like the first, you know, 50 minutes of what we were doing. Talking about, well, who's this guy? How does he see the world? What, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I probably pissed a bunch of people off and they stopped listening. And some people are like, wow, that's really interesting. I don't know. We'll find out in 10 years, right? Yes, we will. The third uh, one is reach. And I define this very, very differently. So reach is traditionally an old-fashioned mass media metric, which simply means the sheer number of people, right, like downloads, unique listeners, those kind of metrics. I could care less about that for myself and my clients. I want us to reach the right person. So it's actually more like relationships and reputation at the end of the day. Yeah. Targeted reach of the right listeners is an untapped asset. So so back to circling back to where we were like five minutes ago, most indie creators who are in media in some form or another, I think are trying to replicate the reach of big shows, right? They're, they've got listener envy, download envy, right? And they think, well, if someday I had that many people listening to my show, I'd be able to make a lot of money through ads, you know, have Athletic Greens sponsor my podcast or The Mattress or whatever the heck, right? So... I don't know. I don't know that you have to play that game. Now, you can. Some people will make it. Well, you don't. Because but you thing. don't. So I have the podcast acronym. Do you know what podcast stands for? If it was going to be an acronym. Give so it to me. A podcast. This is Will Tower's original. I highly encourage you to use this. A podcast is a personally oriented discussion, select, personally oriented discussion centered around select topics. Podcast. And the most important letter is P. Personal. It's personal. Or, yeah. or professional, right? If it's a business, it can be professional. The P's interchangeable. I, I want my professionals to be more personal. So I'm yes. with you. I would stick with personal because honestly, the mistake professionals make is they forget to be human. Yes. So I like your I like your acronym the original way. I wouldn't change anything. 